the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Stratton, accredited divorce coach. Hello, friends. If you are thinking about divorce, there's much you need to know. So we're continuing a season of replaying select shows that will provide you important information about just that, what you need to know about divorce. Make sure to tune in each week to hear about everything from finances, real estate, the law, recovery, divorce coaching, special needs, blended families, finding hope to moving forward and more. I pray they will serve you and support you. God bless. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guest will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Hello and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. Thank you for joining us today. If this is the first time you are listening in, welcome to you And if you are back again with us this week, welcome back. We started a new series called Labor of Love last weekend in honor of the Labor Day weekend when the first show of this series originally aired. And I say it originally aired because you may be listening to this series now and this may be by podcast. So by the way, you can easily do that from your podcast app or by going to the Divorce Coaching Hour and clicking on the listen to the podcast link. No matter when you are listening, I hope that you find this series Very, very helpful. Back to the labor of love topic and with an emphasis on love. In this series, we are exploring the work divorce professionals do by talking to a variety of guests who play a role in the divorce process. Many of the guests we will talk to are members of the National Association of Divorce Professionals, or you might hear us call it the NADP. Uh, As a quick recap from last week's show, the NADP is an association that as its mission conveys, helps our vetted and highly qualified members become uh, come together in a powerful and productive way to change how their clients experience divorce and ultimately, and hear this, make a positive impact on the entire process. Positive folks. <laughs> uh, I think what you'll hear with that, keeping that positivity in mind, is that the guests featured in this series, that the work that they do is really out of love. From their heart, a heart that wants to help others through what can be a very challenging time of life, divorce. Many divorce professionals have been through divorce and they want to come alongside those now traversing it. And like me, walking with them through the process, helping them to avoid pitfalls and instead 
help them to make better decisions during the process. Others are simply called to this work, like our guest today, Kathleen Witkowski, family law attorney and senior associate at Murrah and Killo PLLC. When I was preparing for the show and learning more about Kathleen, I saw that she is described as a compassionate family law attorney and an amicus. Friends, I'm getting to know Kathleen and compassionate. Yep, mm-hmm, I agree. That's the perfect word to describe her. A little more about Kathleen, and then I'll stop telling you about her, and you'll get to hear from her. Kathleen has a background in psychology, and I think that is a huge benefit for her clients. She received her JD, or Doctor of Jurisprudence, from Southern University Law Center after graduating with a Bachelor of Science in Psychology from the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. She is involved in many associations, and yes, also a member of the NADP, and as her bio states, I became a lawyer to help people. Before we do hear from Kathleen, I want to remind you that this show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing, because it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. And I also want to remind you that we're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. What we are here to do is to walk the path with you, no matter where it may lead. My guest and I are here to help you make better decisions in this time and beyond, to provide you information and resources, to give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst and to give you hope. And finally, Kathleen, welcome. Thank you so much, Christy. I'm really happy to be here and excited to be a part of your show. I am too. I'm so glad that we met through NADP. I'll try not to say that over and over and over, but I'm really excited about this association and When we first connected and we started talking about what you do as a family law attorney and your background, what brought you to the work, I just knew that I had to have you on as a guest and what, hey, we'll just go ahead and give it away. You're going to be with us this week, the next week and the next week. I know, you're going to be three times. times. You're going to be a pro (laughs) at radio before you know it. I'll (laughs) add it to my CV. There you go. Well, it's, it's it's a wonderful CV. So speaking of the work you do and your CV... As I mentioned earlier, your bio says, I became a lawyer to help people. Tell us more about that. Well, I'm the child of a divorce. And so from that perspective, I know what that feels like. And I saw my parents go through it. Um, They actually had a really amicable divorce. But even in that circumstance, it's very difficult. It's just a huge transition in life and a major adjustment. Um, So with that, I found that family law was just an area for me to really feel like I was making a difference in someone's life. Um, You know, I'm not changing, you know, making big changes in the world like maybe some other, you know, civil rights types lawyers or something like that. But I feel like I do make a difference in the individual that I'm you know, that I'm helping and hopefully their family as a unit as well. I got to jump in right there because you are making a difference. And when you can walk with someone, and I have to tell myself that all the time because we don't really know who we affect. And we may think we, we want to go affect those huge monster changes, um, you know, but that one small change, that one um, effort to help someone else, that's that's huge. And so I thank you for the work that you do with that. Um, You know, going back, and I'm thinking of the different people I've talked to on the show for 
uh, many years. And now, well, not many, I guess we're three. I I guess I can call it (laughs) many years, but many shows. The divorce professionals that I've connected with, many of them have gone through a divorce. Mm Mm-hmm. But what I'm hearing, if they haven't gone through a divorce, they've been affected by divorce in some other way, which is pretty much everyone. Right. But I'm hearing it that they're a child of divorce. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I wasn't a child of divorce. I went through a divorce. So I'm hearing that that brought you to working with people. And so um, tell us just briefly. I mean, I think we probably know. We think we know what a family law attorney does in a divorce case. But can you briefly just give us an overview? Yes. So, um For one, it depends on whether the couple divorcing has children. Um, In any divorce, you're going to have some sort of a property division, whether that's going to be pretty basic and and not too complicated. And there are others that are very complex and there are issues that you have to delve into there, like whether you need to um, assess if there's a disproportionate division that should happen for your client, meaning they would get more than just 50% of the estate for some reason. Uh, do you need to value assets like a business or you know get real property appraised and those types of things? Um, do you need to do a tracing to determine what portion of an account uh, is separate property versus community property? So what I'm hearing there is your first big role is to assess the situation. Yes. And then what? What's next? And then certainly if there are children involved, you're going to be dealing with conservatorship and whether uh, joint managing conservatorship, which is ideal, is appropriate, or if there's some reason that it shouldn't be joint, maybe it needs to be sole. Um, and then the decision making of the parents. Do they make major decisions like education, medical psychological and psychiatric, do they make those big decisions together? Or is one parent probably the better person to make those decisions? Or do we need to work work out something that's best for the child? Above all, when it comes to children, the court's interest, so an attorney's interest as well, is to be um, doing what's best for the child, the best interest of the child. And so you have to remind your client of that as well, because sometimes they can be clouded by emotion. They may really want to be doing the best thing for their child and really feel that they are, but helping them see the other side and talking about the big picture can sometimes help them see where there are some compromises to be made. It's a complex situation. Yes. And and to help them assess it and then determine, uh, make better decisions mm-hmm. along the way. And then what's the best for everyone involved is what I'm hearing. And so, so we've been calling this series called uh, The Labor of Love, right? And mm-hmm. so I'm just wondering what your thinking is around that. Uh, what do you think about that idea as a divorce professional and the idea of labor of love? Well, I will say for for family law in particular, <laughs> you really you really do need to love what you're doing. It can be pretty trying for right. your clients, no no question. Um, but you're taking on their their problems and their issues, and you're listening to them, and you're helping them process their emotions and make good decisions and funnel information. Um, so you need to love what you're doing because, uh, you know, like you said, it is what we do is important and it's the most important thing happening in that person's life at that point in time. I think that's a good uh, distinction. 
Uh, this is, we often talk about it can be a defining moment, good or defining moment, bad, but all in all, it is a defining moment. And it is at that moment in time, it is the most important thing that's happening in their life. And we need to help them, uh, whether it's a divorce coach or a family law attorney, um, definitely assess, um, determine so-called what's on the table, right? make better decisions for the, the, the future. And so uh, kind of keeping on back to this idea of love, and as we begin to step into segment two, I'm just, what do you love most about your role as a family law attorney? Um, I love feeling like I really did contribute to my client and hopefully, like I said, everyone involved moving into the next chapter of their life and feeling comfortable with taking that next step. Uh, Often clients come to you and they're really scared. Their life is going to change significantly. They don't really know what that's going to look like or how to make plans for that. Um, So feeling like at the end of the case that they can say, thank you, I feel good about where I am today, that I really love. Yeah, I can imagine that because it is scary, as you said, and to help them be comfortable. And there's that compassion that's coming out there. Help them be comfortable. Say thank you, uh, even though, I mean, and that's a little bit of a challenge to say thank you when you're going through the hardest time of your life. And so, folks, we're talking to Kathleen Witkowski, and she is here with me today, a family law attorney, also an amicus. We're going to find out a little bit more about that. So come on back talking about labor of love, loving what she does as a family law attorney. Stay with us. In divorce, real estate is one of the largest assets of the marital estate, and it must be considered carefully. You'll want a specialist in divorce real estate to help you do that. You'll want the Gifford Group to help you uncover the unknowns and make informed decisions throughout the process. The professionals at the Gifford Group will help you get the facts, which will help remove the fear that can run high through the process, and you'll make better decisions. Get the facts and remove the fear. Contact the Gifford Group today at thegiffordgroup.com. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. You've heard him on the show and gained valuable insight from him. And now get ready for more. I'm so excited that licensed professional counselor Tom Stevens is partnering with us to spread the word that life can get better. Tom and his wife, Jill, have been providing quality mental health for over 25 years. And friends, that's their passion. Search Tom Stevens Counseling on YouTube and Facebook for lots of great video content that will help you and your family. And to schedule an appointment with Tom, 
visit his website at tomstevens.us. That's tomstevens.us. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. Achieving the best outcome in divorce can be extremely tough when alcohol abuse is part of the process, especially around co-parenting. But there's help with remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to prove their sobriety. Soberlink uses real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection to ensure accurate and reliable results. With Soberlink, you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. Visit Soberlink.com backslash DCH. Achieving the best outcome in divorce can be extremely tough when alcohol abuse is part of the process, especially around co-parenting. But there's help with remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to prove their sobriety. Soberlink uses real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection to ensure accurate and reliable results. With Soberlink, you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. Visit Soberlink.com backslash DCH. Hello, friends, and you're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. And today we are here, in fact, with a family law attorney that might make sense to you. Uh, We talk to a lot of different folks on this show, from mental health providers to career coaches to other coaches. Uh, And time from time to time, we come back and we speak to family law attorneys. Family law attorneys, as you might suspect, are involved in the divorce process. Uh, Today, we're not necessarily diving into the so-called nuts and bolts of uh, divorce process, learning from an attorney. We're talking to uh, Kathleen Witkowski, and you'll continue to hear me struggle with her name. (laughs) We were having some fun off air, and I'm just going to say it out there. I'm trying my, my best, but it's a challenge for me today because between... Uh, Kathleen, and I'll continue to say just Kathleen from here on out, and her firm. Uh, it's a lot of challenges for me and the words today. So Kathleen Witkowski, uh, family law attorney and amicus. We're going to hear more about that in just a moment with Mura and Kilo. Uh, it is a um, family law. You'll also hear in the next couple of weeks about probate law and business law at the intersection of family law. But right now what we're talking about is the labor of love that many divorce professionals um, come to their work with. And and as you, if you were listening to the first segment, heard Kathleen said, you know, I wanted to help people. And with her background in psychology, we'll hear more about that, want to help people be more comfortable through this process. It's a scary process. 
And and there are just things that we may not know about in the process, like an amicus. Mm -hmm. So, Kathleen, you're also an amicus. Will you tell us about that? Sure. Um, An amicus attorney is an attorney who's actually appointed by the court. So it's not someone who's hired by a party. Um, There has to be the necessity to have an amicus involved in the suit and that you know, a party can request that an amicus be a part of the lawsuit if they think that that would help them um, in the process or the court can decide that there's a need for one. And what does an amicus do? The amicus is there to provide legal services that are necessary for the court to protect the child's best interest. So it's related to children. Yes, it's always okay. going to be in typically a contested custody suit uh, where there are There are issues that the parties are just pretty far apart on and an amicus attorney may need to come in so that the court has a better idea and can better assess what is in this child's best interest. A judge and a jury, they are not with, you know, the child and these and mom and dad through the whole process, but the amicus attorney is. And there are certain duties that an amicus attorney has in providing information to a court. So then to understand, and first let me say, yeah, I'm a divorce coach, but I don't know all of the ins and outs of family law. I'm not an attorney. And so, hey, folks, I'm learning right along with you. I've heard of uh, an amicus attorney before. Some of my clients have been involved with them. So I'm asking these questions from a really curious standpoint to learn more Uh, And the more that we know, the better decisions that we can make. And so I'm wondering then, okay, do you, you're brought in by the courts to provide legal services and it's related to the children, a contested custody uh, situation. Now, do you, who do you represent? You actually do not represent the child. There is a type of attorney that may play that role if appropriate. What you really do is, and I use the word represent a little loosely in this term, but you kind of represent the best interest of the child. So you present, if the case were to go to trial, you present your case just like the lawyer for mom will and the lawyer for dad will as well. But your goal in presenting your case is making sure that your judge or the jury are hearing the things that you think that they need to hear that are important to be able to make decisions that affect that child that are in that child's best interest. And can you help us understand, kind of take us through uh, representing or, or, or coming to this case? Do you go interview the either spouse, the child? How does that all happen? Yes. Yeah, so there is, you know, by statute, so by law, there are duties that are kind of laid out for okay. an amicus. Um, those include interviewing both parties, so okay. mom and dad, um, and then interviewing the child if the child is four years, uh, four years old or older. Okay. Um, and when you interview that child, you want to try to be sure that you're doing it in an age appropriate and develop, you know, developmentally appropriate way. Um, so kind of assessing, am I just, is this child at the age where I really just need to, observe and get to know them and play with them and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Or whether they're a little bit older and they have a better understanding of what's going on. Um, And then interviewing other people that might be involved who have some significant knowledge about the child, about the child's history, 
um, and about, you know, whatever the circumstances are that, you know, are are at the the core Next, of the cake. Yeah, the core right. of yeah. the cake, right. Well, we know that it's complex. <laughs> we know that it's highly, emo- it can be. I I like to make that distinction in there. It can be. Because you said your, yourself, the, your parents' divorce was amicable. Mm-hmm. And for me to, to call all divorces challenging, all divorces highly emotional, I think is wrong. Um, many are. Yes, because you're you're untying the knot and and oftentimes one party is not wanting what's happening and we won't go into all that. But what I am hearing in there as an amicus, it sounds like you are coming to this situation as an an objective voice. Easy for me to say. Is that correct? Yes. I mean, I I always make it very clear to the parties that I don't represent either one of them and I am here to basically investigate the situation, talk to the right people, the people the people I need to talk with, and assess the situation um, and help the court decide what to do. But my role is not to and not to make a case for either party. I want to make a case for what I think that that child needs. I think that's a very important distinction. As I uh, think back to uh, a certain client, that I was working with who an, an amicus was brought into the case. It was a consta- contest, say that again, contested uh, custody case. And there was a lot of fear that came in when an amicus was brought in. And I now looking back at it, it's almost like we need to shift that mindset that it actually, because you have an objective voice that it, it could dissipate the fear because then you know that there's somebody that's actually advocating for, for the child. I'm thinking though, the reason that the fear comes in is because you're thinking that you're not going to get what you want. Right. (laughs) Right. And and therein lies where uh, many of the problems in, in divorce cases come the conflict of the adults. But you will use, I mean, you would hope and you usually will hear both parents say, I just want to do what's best, but they are clouded by lots of emotions and, you know, sometimes rightfully so. Um, So it can be even in a genuine effort to um, make the best decision for your child. Sometimes that gets clouded. I like that you use the word clouded. We talk a lot on this show about um, the brain. Mm -hmm. I love the brain when we can understand and this will be a nice lead into psychology, huh? Uh, <laughs> when we can understand that our thinking does, in fact, get clouded when it, it gets in a way we've also called it hijacked from our emotions. We don't make good decisions. And so what I love in there, you also said folks really are coming to wanting to make the best decisions in a genuine manner, but they can't even see or even know that they can't make those decisions because they're clouded with their thinking. And so that's what I'm hearing as an amicus. You can come in and provide that objective voice. So I guess, folks, what I'm wanting you to hear as in, in the legal process, mm-hmm. if you are in the middle of a divorce case right now and you've got an amicus in the middle of it, don't be afraid. You, you've got folks like Kathleen here who understand their role, their duties uh, to come in and talk about what's best for your children. And so I think that's really important. And so 
taking us all the way back to the labor of love and asking the same question in this role. What do you love most about doing uh, uh, or as you're in your role as a amicus? Um, I like that I'm able to be more objective. I mean, when you're representing one of the parties, your job is to advocate for them, to do it zealously, um, you know, give them advice and try to meet their goals. I don't have that role as an amicus. I get to assess the situation from all sides, including the child, and really be focused on that objective and making sure that whoever is going to be the decision maker, the judge, a jury, or even when you're in mediation and they're trying to compromise, that I can help either facilitate a compromise or help the person who's making the decision make the best decision. I love that. So it it sounds like you get a bit of a variety. So as an attorney, you can advocate for the client, help them meet their goals. As an amicus, you're that kind of that neutral party that can bring out the, um, the best for the people, a different voice. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, I would guess that you like variety. In your work. Yes. Yes. Keeps it interesting. <laughs> Keeps it interesting. It's always interesting. I'm but... <laughs> sure it's always interesting. It is divorce and it is uh, unfortunately the untying of the knot. And as you've heard me said before, we don't advocate for divorce. We're here to help you understand, learn more about it, and to be able to move through the process in a healthy manner. And I really think that's what you'll find with folks who do this work in this profession is that's what they love. They love helping people through it so that you can create a better life beyond. And when we come back, maybe we'll hear some examples of how (laughs) Kathleen has helped that happen. Stay with us. Here's today's two-minute tip. I thought it was time to revisit the six biggest mistakes people make in divorce. Why? Because people do make mistakes in divorce and they can be big mistakes. And it's often because people are in a heightened state of emotion as they traverse a divorce. And those emotions can hijack a person's ability to make good decisions. Hence, big mistakes. My hope is that you'll want to learn more. Go to our Facebook page at the Divorce Coaching Hour or on Instagram at Coach Christy Stratton and check out the article about the six biggest mistakes in divorce. And here they are, the six biggest mistakes in divorce as identified by the CDC Divorce Coaching Program. First, throwing in the towel. Don't make a decision that will just get this over with. You will regret it. Doing so will never bring the best outcome for all involved. Next, taking the my way or the highway approach. Instead, the high road will always lead you and your family on the better path. Third, betting the farm on another relationship. If you are thinking your new love will solve all the problems, he or she won't. Don't bet the farm on anything. Fourth, allowing others to make your decisions. You may think that the lawyers and judges have all the answers, but only you know what is best for you and your family. Fifth, Wanting guarantees and certainty, not acting because you want guarantees or certainty won't get you anywhere. And last but not least, not getting information from enough qualified resources. It's unrealistic to think that friends, family, your lawyer, a counselor, or a coach will be enough to help you make those decisions. All of us at the Divorce Coaching Hour want you to move through divorce in the very best manner possible. We hope that by learning about these mistakes, you will avoid making them. 
Make sure to go to Facebook at the Divorce Coaching Hour or Instagram at Coach Christy Stratton and get your copy of The Six Biggest Mistakes. And please keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who's facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. the Labor of Love series here on the Divorce Coaching Hour this week. And you may be wondering how that fits with the Divorce Coaching Hour. Uh, Well, let me just tell you, if you're just tuning in, what I've learned, at least I believe I've learned in working with folks in the divorce profession is something draws them to it, whether they have gone through a divorce or their family was touched by a divorce as they grew up and they have a heart for helping people through the process. And folks, if you've been listening for a while, you know it's a complex process. There's many different pieces and parts from the family law side to the real estate side to uh, the mental health side to children. But what's uh, similar in all of them, the constant, is the heart that professionals have to help people. And so, hence, Labor of Love series. And we're talking with Kathleen Witkowski, and she is here. Her firm is, she's a senior associate at Murrah and Kilo. It's a family law practice. And we're going to be talking to one of their partners, Mark Murrah, Mm -hmm. here in the next couple of weeks. We're going to talk about the intersection of probate law and family law in the next show. And then beyond that, we're going to talk about business law and uh, family law, all kind of coming together as one. But what you're probably hearing there is the complexity of this, because you you might just think a divorce, you're separating the marriage. Okay, there's finances in that. Those finances might include a business. And so it just keeps kind of getting a little bit more complex. And we need those professionals in those areas to help us understand, learn a little bit more. When we know a little bit more, we can make better decisions. And that's what we're hopefully doing here today, helping you learn a little bit more about Kathleen's role as a family law attorney. Uh, She helps people. um, She advocates for people. She helps them achieve their goals. You may not even really get that as a part of divorce, is that you have goals as you come through the process. And a lot of family law attorneys help you with achieving those goals in the process, but also as an amicus. And she's appointed um, by the court's to be an objective um, voice in the process for children. And uh, what you might have heard me say earlier that uh, Kathleen wanted, she came to family law, uh, specializing in this area of law, to help people through it. And I just kind of said, because her background is in psychology, her undergraduate degrees in psychology, that kind of helped lead her to that. But let me not say that about Kathleen. Let me find out, in fact, if uh, psychology plays a part in your family law. I think so. I think, um, you know, I have always had an interest in psychology obviously by getting my undergrad degree in that, so. right? <laughs> <laughs> Even though when you're 18 and trying to figure that out, you're right. kind of taking a yeah. leap. But um, so with that, I feel like I just have a natural interest in assessing and figuring out why does that, why is that person thinking in this way? Why are they doing or not doing these things? Um, and I feel like as a lawyer, that is important. 
Um, from a legal strategic standpoint, you want to anticipate what the other party and the other side is going to argue and what their position uh, might be. Um, that makes you better equipped to be prepared and represent your client. But also just from the perspective of a divorce, understanding why someone might be so hyper-focused on one very specific thing that you you think and you're you're advising them that they need to really look at the big picture but and that's just an example but trying to figure out why is that happening what do i need to do to help my client move past that process that um, and focus on the next thing that we need to focus on yeah i'm hearing uh, i heard that word assessment again mm-hmm. um which i think is a is a big part of anyone working with someone going through divorce. We need to assess in the coaching world. We call it eyes wide open, looking at everything with the eyes wide open, uh, finances, real estate, children, childcare, et cetera. But we get to in that thinking. And I love that you say that as a divorce coach, I call myself your thinking partner. Uh, but we're all in this because what I think, what I think I understand <laughs> having a little bit of love for psychology as well uh, and a little bit of education, not a degree in it, um, but we do study a lot of that in coaching is that we don't really realize that the the thinking is shaped, shapes our feelings. There's a thing called the think, feel, act cycle. You probably know about it. And it, we Oftentimes, if we're in that emotional place and a divorce, right, Mm -hmm. we're moving, we're acting from what our feelings, right? We don't realize that there's a thought that comes before that. And so what I'm loving hearing you say is I get that as an attorney. Yes. I'm going to kind of peer into this thinking. Let me understand. And you used another word, very important, understand. And so when you understand that that motivation or that thinking, how does that um, not only help you perform better as an attorney, but the the client as going through the divorce process? How can, how does that help? I mean, not every client is the same. They no. well. need something <laughs> different from you. Yeah. Um, so figuring out uh, what's the best way to deal with that client and what do they need? What do they need from you? Um, and then also I think it's important too, that you want to be able to recognize too, when they need more than just their lawyer, maybe they need some other help to process what's going on, um, and to be able to kind of collect their thoughts and like you said, the emotions and make good decisions. Um, so, you know, sometimes you may tell your client, I think you need to talk to this person. I think this person will help you uh, to get through this. Like who would you? Like a coach or like a counselor or. Depending on if it's a mental health issue or some, someone that just needs a little bit of extra processing. Right. You know, I mean, I am here to listen. I'm here to help them get through the process, but at the end of the day, I am their lawyer. And so I want to be conscious of what is my role here? What did you hire me to do? I'm not, you know, a, I'm not a psychologist. And I love what you're saying there because I, I do say 
this a lot now, having gone through a divorce, my brother's a family law attorney as well. And so I've seen that side of it. I work with family law attorneys and people going through divorce. And I have a heart for attorneys. I think oftentimes uh, that the clients will expect too much of the attorney. And I don't mean that they don't have the ability to do that, but they've they've got, you use the word role. Right. They've got a role in the case. And if you're trying to ask them to be your mental health provider, your coach, your financial right. agent, your CPA, and then they're not achieving what you want, it's probably because uh, you need some extra help. And we often talk about a team right. here on the show. Those folks who play a particular role in the process it may sound counterintuitive that, in fact, you've got more people so-called on the playing field with you, but because of their specialty, it actually can end up in cost savings and a better outcome. Would you agree? I agree. I think having your client have the resources to what I refer to as for them to be a better client, meaning when that person has some clarity to make good decisions, um, that's a really good client. And they're probably going to be satisfied with the outcome when they have felt like they had some control and they were able to make good decisions. So I want them to be a good client and be comfortable. It sounds like Taking that back to a segment or two ago, when you said a client that can actually say thank you right. <laughs> at the end. And so uh, we do, we talk about it in the coaching world as a credible client, mm-hmm. because again, there again, you're in the emotion of the situation. You're, the fact of the matter is your your physical body is not going to let you make the best decisions. But when you've got a team around you, they you can be the better client. And then you can, in fact, be more comfortable through the process. Right. I know you can't even believe it, but it is. And you do say thank you at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. And I know it sounds like folks, if you've been listening for a while, that we kind of talk um, about this quite often, but that's the reality of uh, we're going through one of the most challenging times of life. And there are some similarities throughout the process, no matter the different people involved in the process. And it's like any crisis. If we can kind of get grounded a little bit more, feet on the ground, clear away that cloud that you were talking about, Kathleen, we can think better and everybody moves through the process in a better way. And folks, I I hope you're hearing that not only from a family law attorney, but you've heard that from real estate divorce specialists. And you'll continue to hear that from our National Association of Divorce Professionals folks who will be on the show with us uh, into October, believe it or not. We're going to talk to just a variety of folks who have their heart at the center of the work that they do in this Labor of Love series. When we come back, maybe we'll hear an example of how Kathleen works with folks, and we will get final thoughts. Stay tuned. Friends, I'm so glad that you're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and there's something I want you to know. I really want you to hear this. I, as a divorce coach and the host of this show, don't advocate for divorce in general. Our goal is to glorify God first and foremost by helping you save your marriage. The fact of the matter is that there are times when a marriage can't be saved. I know. I've been there. And when it can't be saved, we want to walk alongside you through it. We want to help you pick up the fragments, put the pieces together, and help you stand strong and walk through divorce courageously. And I want to share something with you that may help. 
I'm on another show here on KKHT. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendela, where each week Richard and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world. And together with interesting guests, we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. It's my belief that Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelow can be another resource that you can turn to as you walk through this path of significant change in your life. So please join us. You can catch the show on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at 12 p.m. noon Central Time, Saturdays, and online at kkht.com as well. Hey, grab your lunch and join us for both shows back-to-back, 12 p.m. noon for Courageous Christianity and 1 p.m. for the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also find all shows under podcasts, under the Programs tab on KKHT.com. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me, you can find me at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. We are grateful for you joining us each week and for your support. It's Saturday, and you know what that means. It's the Divorce Coaching Hour, but... You may be listening on podcasts, so it may not be Saturday, but if it is, if you are listening to KKHT, uh, you are listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, the host of the show, and I am here with Kathleen Witkowski, and she is a family law attorney here in the Houston area and um, has a background in psychology. Uh, went Her family went through, her parents went through a divorce when she was young, and Uh, All of that combined together brought her to today as a family law attorney and amicus as well. And we've been talking not really about the nuts and bolts, as I mentioned earlier, of uh, family law, but really about her heart uh, for helping people through the process. And I think you'll continue to hear that with all of our guests. Um, Kathleen, I'd love to know if you can share maybe an example, just kind of walk us through... uh, a process where the people were comfortable in the divorce process. Uh, I think people need hope that it can be easier versus harder. Can you share with us? Yeah, I think with family law, um, there is not often a clear winner and loser. Um, I think a good outcome for a client is one, you hope that you can do things by agreement that, your client has been able to work with their spouse um, and reach agreements on their own terms, decide on their own terms what life is going to look like moving forward. I always think that that makes someone much more comfortable than the route of ending up in trial and having a stranger who knows nothing about you other than the limited amount of information um, that they hear in that proceeding to make that decision about your life and your children? So really important. I'm hearing uh, we don't we don't want to be in this win lose place. Uh, we want to get to a win win place, and we've heard that said before. But I heard these words on your own terms. I. I wonder if people going through divorce can even grasp that thought. They they can actually come up with how they want to move through. Tell us more about that. Well, I think it's important to remember that when you're making decisions, like I said, on your own terms, that is going to include compromise because you have two people. So obviously an agreement can't be on 
each of your own terms, you will then have it had be an agreement. Now, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you will have had to meet in the middle, make some compromises, but they need to be, or hopefully they will be, ones that you have been comfortable with and that you can live with, so that when you are finished with the divorce and you have this, hopefully, an agreement, um, you feel confident that you are going to be okay with this. Your children are going to be okay moving forward. Um, and I think to, you know, I meet someone typically in an initial consultation with them and I have them talk to me about, you know, their history and, you know, how did you get here? And, you know, I try to learn what I can about them uh, so that I can give them the best advice. But I don't know them personally. I don't know their family. I don't know their children. And so I would like for my client to be able to say, you know, this I think is going to work best for our family. I think this is what will um, help our children, you know, through this process and they'll be happy with this new arrangement. Um, I want them to to be able to say what that's going to look like and for me to help them get there, provided that it is a good plan. I mean, part of my job is to see where there might be some pitfalls here and there (laughs) and tell them, I don't, that might not be the best idea, but what about this? What do you think of this arrangement like for a visitation? So options, um, looking out for the pitfalls. And so if we bring it back to an example, so I'm not necessarily hearing that this is an example of Sue and Joe divorcing. Right. It's, it's kind of where you aspire to be if in fact you're going to go through a divorce that I I love what you said, an agreement with both people trying to be right is not an agreement. So you've got to compromise. So what's best for the family. But so if I'm hearing in that example, folks, if you're considering divorce in the midst of our coming out of it, maybe go write down what your, your own terms are and then go to your legal counsel and vet it with them because they're there to kind of help you avoid the pitfalls. Am I getting it? Yeah. One of the questions that I will typically ask in a consult is what are your goals? Um, and then I want to help you with managing your expectations too. Um, and helping you decide whether those goals can be met or do we need to work within that, make, you know, makes rethink some things, but still have you be comfortable with what the outcome will be. There's that word comfortable again. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, you know, as we talk about the next two shows, bringing in Mark and, and talking about the intersection of family law with probate and business law, I want to bring about that goals. I've heard you mention goals a couple of times, and I think that's important that that may be something we miss as we're moving in uh, or, or miss thinking about as we move into the divorce process. What are your goals as you untie this knot um, to set both entities, both parties up, uh, and as you even bring in businesses, mm-hmm. to set those up to be successful going forward, comfortable going forward, right? Um, so I want to make sure we don't miss this, Kathleen. How, if people wanted to reach out to you to, you know, initial consultation, uh, probate law, business law, anything with your firm, how would they find out more about your firm? 
they can visit our website. It is mktxlaw.com. All right. Say that again for me. mktxlaw.com. I have to say I was out there perusing and, and it's very helpful. Uh, and you even have an office in Mexico. We do. We do. We do some um, business law in Mexico. So that's an interesting part of our firm. And our website gives a lot of information about that as well. Yeah. And uh, so love that. Um, you know, I, I always recommend that folks who are considering divorce, um, as we're looking at it, eyes wide open, is to go consult with a variety, at least three family law attorneys, because you want to have a fit. And I love to have a female voice on here. We've had Craig Haston on often. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know him. I do. <laughs> and but and a great voice. And he is my brother. But it's nice to have another voice. And, and we might have, um, we have different fits, right? Different relationships. Certainly. You may want a female, you want a male. And, and so it's good to do that. And and keep in mind, you'll want you'll you'll pay for these consultations most likely because their time is valuable. And so, Kathleen, as we well already wrap, begin to wrap things up here, what final thoughts might you have? Um, I think it, it's important to remember, and this this doesn't this is a generalized statement. There are some circumstances that are. Um, very difficult and very complicated and complex. But overall, and what I hope I can help uh, a client achieve is it may not be exactly, the outcome may not be exactly what you thought. Um, It might not look like you had envisioned, but I hope that you will feel like everything is going to be okay and you'll be okay, then you'll be good, and then you'll be Right. Even better. Right? Yeah. It's I think it's if if we think that it's going to be exactly as we want it to be, we are um, not thinking clearly back to that thinking. Right. I mean, life in general is not that way. And so you had said before expectation setting. And so I think it's very important to think about the the betterment of all. And it sounds like you can definitely do that. After all, um, speaking of that thinking, one of my goals, as I've already mentioned, is a thinking partner. It sounds like that's a lot of uh, um, your your goal is to be a thinking partner through the process to help them through it to this be more comfortable than not mm-hmm. in a win win situation. And you know, we've been there. Uh, either as a divorce, going through a divorce, we we don't want people to go through those things. Even as your parents went through a divorce, we won't, don't want them to go through, even though it was amicable, we don't want them to go through the tough stuff. And so we're we're definitely there um, to walk this path with different skill sets. Yes. But I think what we're hearing with the heart at the matter, right? At the right. center of it. At the center of it. Yeah. We love what we do and we're there to help people through this challenging process. And so, Kathleen, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. And I, I love getting to talk about this. Yeah, it. well, you know, it's labor of love series. Yes. It's not so much labor <laughs> when you love what you do, right? 
<laughs> folks, and I, th- I hope that you hear that in our hearts. And, you know, to each and every one of you, thank you for listening today. It's my prayer very much so that this show helps you or someone in your life. You can find out more about us at the Divorce Coaching Hour or email me at Christy at ChristyStratton.com. And thank you for listening today. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.